I <laughs> I keep forgetting where my Everwood Gifts Tumblr is. Oh, <laughs> like did I not? Did I not like put that URL somewhere? Is it not uh, you bookmarked did. right with your porn gifts Tumblr. What the fuck? Like, why would I not? Oh God damn it! Did I email it to myself at all? Open Hangout. What? I can't, I can't, I'm not going to be able to find it in our ch chat conversation, KT. Mm, yeah. Not again, like it took. Can't you search I can't Gmail it my... and it searches your uh, Hangouts? I did. Go to my Hangout, go to mine. Don't, uh... oh, you're looking. Okay, I'm cool. Everwood, Tumblr, but I can't find. I think you found it before, so you could probably. I know it, right? I did. I know I found it, but it was like Everwood. Tumblr, wait. Gifts blog.tumblr.com. Oh, I found it. Oh, I just, oh, I managed to remember it. Okay, okay. we're gonna all right. send I'm, it all to ourselves. Multiple emails. I'm emailing it. I'm emailing it to myself and you. Okay, and Eric. Okay, subject lime Everwood. Subject lime. Subject lime. Tumblr. And I will, but before I send that, I will link you to the GIF. What, what, how, what is the, what is it called? What's the um, website? He's going to email I'm linking, you. I'm going to email you, but first I'm linking you guys to the, to the post directly. Okay. I just pasted it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. You sent I us this him. dear God one. But do you see the one above it? Oh, above oh it. I yep, shouldn't. There it is. No, I got it. Roll up. Sorry. <laughs> it's so, I want to like, know what he way? says though. What does uh, he fucking say? He says I gotta or something like I must go. Like he says he, something. He says he's it's, gonna have to go to bed basically. Like, but then I'm gonna have to go to bed myself. Yeah, but then he says I must or something. He's gonna say something else. There's like two words I'll, he says. Here, I'll, I'll hold on. I'll, I'm gonna play it. I found it. Okay. No. Nine thirty. Time to put the little monsters to bed. It's unfair how much I'll enjoy this. I should get to bed soon, my. Yeah, oh, <laughs> like that's oh. it. Really, sound, that's exactly the kind of noise some people make. Like I remember, I've fainted just a couple times in my life, and like yes, like your it just goes oh, like your whole body just oh, like that's it was so great. It was so funny. I he's great. Now man. I'm looking through all these gifts. Ooh, now I don't have look. The you're gonna look. I'm, I'm looking at the. Gifts. I'm looking at the e episode and season to make there sure there are future gifts on here. Oh, can't look at that one. Yeah. I look at this black Huge. swan one. I can look at that one. There's not enough. Oh wait, show yeah, more. Yeah, I do. I I made just a handful. Show more. Let's see. Nope. I really think many. that might be it. Oh, just his feet. It's <laughs> pretty great. Should I? Is this what the world needs right now in 2021? Uh, yeah. Me to bring this back. Do you like my banner at the top? At the top. Everwood gifts. Gifts. <laughs> gifts. With the gifts cut off. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so. 
It almost looks like ales. Uh, Everwood ales. Which, what, Everwood ales. <laughs> it, it ails what cures you. Okay, so what are we saying about this episode? Oh, yeah. Well, hold we on. What the fuck? Are you recording? I don't Eric? know. Can't say anything. Yes, yeah, I've been, been recording. recording for six minutes. <laughs> well, we always start with. Oh, yeah. We're six minutes in. We yeah. <laughs> do. Well, Parker will, will edit it. I'm, sh- I'm sure us looking for Everwood gifts for five <laughs> minutes will be making it into this episode that will never be released in the first place. Anyway, what do we do, Adam? We do do. <laughs> do do. You listened to the end, didn't you? Do. Fuck. No. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. It's too. No. You got the first two notes. It's do, 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 do. It's one. It's just right in a row. Like, do, re, mi. Yeah. There you go. We found it, you guys. Do, 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 do. cannot get over the fact this thing that you've done for 17 years uh-huh. this like 90% of the reason we're doing this yes. now that we started doing it you can't fucking do yes. it yes okay no, that's so weird that is entirely weird like we know it because of what you did so long ago that's why i know the theme song not cuz we're watching it I'm like, I can hear it because of Adam's uh-huh. voice in the past ringing true through the years. Wow. And now we can't do it. I can do it. I just, I'm rusty. I'm not a young man anymore. It's true. <laughs> Welcome to Everwood, Never Wouldn't, a podcast where I, Adam Lover, make my friends. Jerome. <laughs> Jerome's not here, so we're going to skip Jerome. Oh, sorry. A- Eric. <laughs> Were you going to say Adam? But you maybe. would need to see just an at Eric. Eric and... KT. Watch and discuss with me season one of the... Hit? <laughs> season one of the hit two, early 2000s WB teen slash family drama Everwood. Yes. Tonight's episode, season one, episode 15, Snow Job. What did you say? I said blowjob. Oh, oh no, okay. I said snowjob. <laughs> Good. Written by Michael Blowjob Green. <laughs> Directed by David Blowjob Petrarca. Wow. Produced Original by air- produced, produced by some guy who has three letter A initials. I noticed oh, in yeah? the opening credits. Oh, you saw? Did you see that in the Aaron, oh in the credits? Aronson. Yeah, Aaron A. Aronson. I don't know what it was, oh. but it was three A's. Hmm. His parents were interesting. Cute. Future guests of the podcast, Triple A. Yep. <laughs> uh, this this episode originally aired February third, two thousand three. Episode description from the DVD booklet: Everwood teens pack skis and libidos. <laughs> For a church-sponsored trip to the slopes. Wow. Amy and Colin 
rekindle their flame. Bright anticipates a night of passion, and Laney and Ephraim are attracted to each other. Is that what it says? Yeah. Okay. Wow, it is cool. <laughs> that, that person ran out of steam by the end of that yeah, description. And there are yeah. Such- <laughs> like nothing, nothing about Andy yeah. and Tom Keys. Uh-huh. So weird. <clears throat> Well, they pack libidos. Yeah, they There's something about that, their libidos. That, that phrase is suggested. Incorrect. Also, Adam sense. should narrate romance books for like audiobooks. Oh, I would Are like that. Are to each other? <laughs> <laughs> he stroked my apple bosom. Ooh, a first person. Yeah. Nice. Wow. I, I, I wasn't expecting it. that. That's true. Oh, I want to listen to I it. I want to read it. Me. He doesn't want to listen to it. He wants to read it. <laughs> All right. Season one, episode 15, Snow Job. Snow Job. Snow Job. Blow job. Holy shit. I didn't realize that this whole time. Um, I'm just kidding, though. Let's I did. Just, let's, just, let's just dive right in. Yep. Right into we those libidos. Out, we start out. In a movie theater. Oh, yeah. What were they watching? Some long movie, according to Gemma. It was shooting, right? Wasn't there shooting in planes? It was like the most generic action movie sounds you could it's think probably of. probably like... It's probably sh- well, w- Pearl Harbor. Should we look up what movies were out in late 2002, early 2003? Or should we just assume it was Schindler's List? Yeah, Probably. Why were they um, laughing so much? I don't understand. What a weird. <laughs> Wait, we're. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, I don't even remember what you guys. Are it's a, it's about. straight out of it's straight out of Seinfeld for Bright and Gemma <laughs> to be making out during Schindler's List. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Um, what's weird? What's interesting about this is that like over over that is Irv's opening narration about Job, mm-hmm. and like I guess if anything, like you're meant to think that it has to do with Colin. Since like Colin and Amy are at the movie theater, but other than that, like there's no connection. Like the Job no, stuff in this episode about... has everything to do with Tom Keys. Yeah. So it's just kind of like awkward that like the narration is over mm-hmm. top all the teen stuff. Um, yep. It was because the the um, oh man, what would it be? The network said that they had to talk about Bible stuff over the making out to make it fit in with Seventh Heaven. That's why. Ooh. It's a, that's a fact. I researched good, it. I like that. Oh, I get it. Thanks for bringing some trivia to the podcast, <laughs> KT. Um, Amy's all disappointed because Colin Colin won't like meet her hand in the popcorn bucket. That was weird. I'm sorry. I know that. I guess they're just trying to set of it up her for anybody. No, I'm saying the direction of that because. <laughs> I know that it's at the, I guess it's like the beginning of the episode. So they're trying to remind people like, listen, Colin doesn't know how he feels about this girl. And she's a little fucking weird. Okay. So like, let's have him be grossed out almost by their hands touching. I'm sorry. It was <laughs> the weirdest. It was gross. He cringed out. away and was like, well, yeah, because like, like every thing he says or does, he's ready for her to be like, you love yes, me I know, again. she's the worst. And, I get it. And yes. it's his first, it's like, think about it, like, it's in terms of his memory loss, it's his first date. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I'm sure they've been on other dates. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they go on a day-to-day. Uh, I think <laughs> yeah. the cruel irony of that scene, though, is that if Amy had just dug down deeper, she would have found his dick in there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? 
we could have skipped all that drama. Yeah, that's that he was he was apologizing because he realized he didn't want to like touch his own dick while they were <laughs> at sorry. the movie. I'm sorry. I forgot how the stick and the popcorn thing works. <laughs> um, after the movie, they go to a pizza place, and Colin actually kind of has his first kind of he recovers his first memory from before the accident. I like hanging out with your brother. He doesn't have a lot of facial hair, so I can kiss him for a long time without breaking out, you know? Yeah, I saw. Well, it was a really long movie. I hope that wasn't weird for you or anything. Because it looks like you and Colin haven't even kissed yeah. since his whole... Yeah. Hey, guys! There we go, ladies. Yeah. Thank you. Please, about to eat. Ah, oh, you don't like garlic. I guess we'll uh, soon find out. <laughs> it does smell good. Oh, oh, I hate when they reheat the pizza. When they take a reheat, it's like saying, yes, I want you to burn the top of my mouth off. So I'm flicking skin off the roof of my mouth for the next three days. Colin, you okay? I've, I've been here before. Of course, you used to come here all the time. No, I mean, I mean, I remember this place. I remember coming here. We, we just won a basketball game. It was a division championship. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and you and I, we came here after we won the game, and, and, and then I went and played pinball over there. And you were here, you, uh, yeah, I remember, you you were with us. Um, no, no, that, that wasn't me. No, you were sitting, like, right over there on that table. You had your red jacket on. That wasn't me, that was Lainey. No, I... Are you sure? That's okay, of course you'd remember your sister first. Dude, you're remembering, that is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, how did the movie end, anyway? No, don't tell me. And then he thinks he's remembering Amy being there, but Amy says, no, that wasn't me, that was Lainey. And we're like, who the fuck is Lainey? Right. And Amy says, no, it's, it's okay, it makes sense that you'd remember your sister first. Yeah, and it does. Yeah. But can I also mention, the actress in that scene that played Gemma. make out with Chris Pratt girl Gemma. was the one of the worst actresses I have ever seen in anything. I'm sorry. Wait, but like, like she wasn't was she just terrible. playing like a ditzy girl? Like, no, she, just... she was the bad Adam. Come on. Really? Go but back and watch so... just her three lines. They're terribly delivered. So she doesn't know how a human dialogue. being moves. It was the, yes, but it was terribly, ter that's what I'm saying. If you have two or three lines in an entire show, don't you think you could like study them and like learn how to, are you looking up her name Maybe so you she can say future guests much. of the podcast? <laughs> Blonde bimbo. No, that... <laughs> no it's not. I can see. Because this he episode cringes. brought to you by her. It, he cringes, but guys, I like we, we went back and watch that glorious scene with Dr. Abbott, but I'm telling you, if nobody wants to, I'm going to do it later anyway, and I'm going to confirm. It was horrible. She was so bad, and it makes me just suspect that Chris well, Pratt just while like, pulled some while girl you that he look her to make up, out Can with. you tell me how old she would have been? Because she was like 35, I yes, swear. Yes, absolutely so. too. So she's not only just not an inexperienced <laughs> actress, she's just a bad oh, actor. She doesn't have like <laughs> biographical information on her IMDb. Because she's a fucking robot. She doesn't know how to be a human being. I just said that, didn't I? She doesn't exist. She's really just AI. No, she just has never acted before or after. <laughs> yeah, 
yes, because she just made out. I'm telling you, it was supposed to be a lead into complaining about Chris Pratt, Adam. I was going to say that he just probably made out with some girl and he was like, oh. I can get you a part on the show. And then he was like throwing a fit and got this terrible actress to, because that's probably what Chris Pratt would have done. That's I, I buy that as a theory. Her name is Devin Riley. Sorry, she has nine, Riley. nine acting credits and she was, Additional crew. Oh, on Red Dead Redemption. That's she weird. was a motion capture performer. Yep, that's about it. That's Wait. about it. Oh, I wonder if she, like what characters she did motion capture for. The Probably horses. ones that responded early or late to every other human interaction in her life. <laughs> she was in one episode of Criminal Minds and one episode of Shameless. Yeah, she hasn't done much. Let's see if she has a Twitter so we can tweet at her. Yeah. Yep. Hey, um, Devin Riley, did you hear what Vivian Cardone was saying about you? <laughs> I found a guy named Devin Riley. I found yeah. the Devin Riley, financial journalist. Looks like it could be her. Maybe she stopped being an actor and started well, being I a mean, financial if journalist. That was all she did in all those years. She has to have some other job. Well, her last credit was this year <laughs> oh, on Criminal Minds. Yeah, but wait, look but at the, the episode spacing. she was in? Was it this year? 2020 yep that's last year oh shit <laughs> within the past year i bet it's yeah. from 2020 to she's, she's not been so in any 17 she was, years yeah. one two three four five six mm -hmm. seven eight nine things no wonder sorry yeah, Devin riley you know, <laughs> no but for whatever. real i don't think she was a real person meanwhile by the way in the discord where i posted that link to the tumblr the everwood gifts tumblr that i made years ago mm -hmm. elise saw it she just typed oh, wait is this your tumblr for i love that anybody could pop into my my yep. personal yeah. so around. see that we're recording i i would like totally like, they should hop in if they see us why not <laughs> Hi, have you that's not professional <laughs> we didn't introduce them at the beginning <laughs> so we learn that Colin has a sister and that she was off at boarding school. We'll come back Quote to unquote. in a moment. Uh, we also learned that there's a ski trip coming up associated with the church, uh, the Catholic church, I guess. Yep. Everwood mm -hmm. Cathedral. <laughs> um, Colin is going to go, but he can't ski or anything because he says to Ephraim, Mm -hmm. Your dad's got a blanket rule about avoiding head trauma. Sounds like kind of a wet blanket. Yeah. Rule, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just like Dr. Abbott. Let him get back to normal. <laughs> like, we have to get back to normal, everybody. Let yeah. Colin ski. Yeah. His arm's still in a sling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bright wants to go because Gemma goes and he says, I quote, I go where the booty goes. And I then does a slapping motion within a foot of his sister. That was absolutely heinous and ridiculous. Like, is this, this character who I thought at first, I was like, oh God, it's the Chris Pratt character, so I'm not going to like it. But then it was like, Okay, he has a little soft side and he's dumb, but like he's like a it seems like a gen genuinely kind of nice-ish kid or whatever. And then like you say that in the house where your parents must be. They were like setting the table for dinner, right? So like their parents have got to be there, right? 
You think he, a teen feels comfortable saying that in front of earshot or like within earshot? Brent's an idiot. Brent's an idiot. And and neither of his parents were there. It was just Amy, but still, it is weird. But weren't they in their house and setting the table? Yeah, their dad walks in like a minute later. Yeah, but like, I guess like maybe they have a giant house. I guess I didn't really think about that. the only doctor in town that accepts money. At that volume and not being heard throughout the entire house. (laughs) I think it's a suspension of disbelief. A little bit. Oh, no. I, that was ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, no. Come on. (laughs) So they want, they want to go on the ski trip um, with the church and Harold is like, no, I don't think so. Um, I, I love the one he says, I delivered the baby that was the product of last year's Baca now. <laughs> oh my God. You I missed, missed that? that. Yeah. I, I was probably, so many things. You were talking about how gay the scene was. Uh, what? That one? <laughs> That's going to be one? out of context no! for the podcast. Yeah, is, God <laughs> we'll, damn we'll come it. back around. We'll come back around to the, to KT seeing did, queer yes, chemistry in that, shows. Yes. I was not calling a scene gay. <laughs> I wasn't like, that was a gay scene. <laughs> Um, I really Amy... do. <laughs> I just got so worried about that when no. you said that. No, no, no. Butthole. I love. So Amy ends up tricking Harold into being a chaperone. All I'm saying is you can't expect it to be like last year. Okay, Colin's remembering a lot, sure, but he's remembering more than a lot. He's not walking around with post-its anymore. He's making jokes again. Last year, he asked me to be his girlfriend there. Going back and filling all the pieces. Going back where? Knife inside, Brent. Church ski trip. Oh, you're not going on that again. What? No, no, those church trips are nothing of the kind. They're supervised about as well as a stampede. Do you remember making haddock tonight? Why not? I have to go, Dad. It's a church thing. It's to cleanse my soul. Oh, please. I delivered the baby that was the product of last year's Bacchanal. Just an excuse for your friends to drink and exchange hickeys. Do more damage to the Catholic Church's reputation than the Crusades. I don't think so. You make a good point, Dad. Do I? Definitely. The ski trip should be fun, but it should also have structure. What the church could really use is a good chaperone. Last year, the parents all went to bed early and let the kids do whatever they wanted, but if they had someone more capable, more respectable, more conscientious... Would that they should be so lucky. And again, maybe it would be useful for these permissive boomer generation non-parents to see how it's done. I'll call the youth center now. I want to know about the writing for Dr. Abbott because it does seem like he's a little gullible, right? Like, isn't that interesting? Yeah. That was well, kind of, vi- I mean, that especially. It's his, I, it's his ego. Later his I love that he didn't, you know, he doesn't drink the coffee and drinks the, the tea that, you know, like, that's fine. But I, like, it's so, I guess, is it just the weight of his ego? Is that really? Yes, that's what it is. That's his weakness. <sighs> My read on that scene is actually that like, he's not an idiot. Yeah. Like he know like he like and I'm sure that like he and Amy they gave a close relationship. Yes. I'm sure that this is not the first time mm-hmm. she's done this. Yeah. No, he just isn't. he just knows that like you know what? I know what you're trying to do, but I would be a damn good chaperone. <laughs> oh, and I I, like I call that. your bluff. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, I, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I love I love that. <laughs> That's really cute actually. Amy doesn't want Ephraim to go on the trip. But I love that moment where Ephraim's like, he's like, you know what, Colin? I think I will come on the ski trip. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you, Amy. Uh-huh. I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> and Colin says, 
to Amy, oh yeah, and your dad can get Ephraim and I a room together. <laughs> now that is that might gets my queer brain uh-huh. going. Yep, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's also the scene where where Colin gets a Coma Boy discount, mm-hmm. which is great. He just goes up. To, yes. he says that he goes up and he just it's shows him a black face. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, because like did you say black face. You just <laughs> I wish I did, but I didn't. <laughs> he puts on black face. Jesus Christ! No, is this no. okay? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I have Changnesia. <laughs> Now that sounds racist if you don't know what, you know, I know, what you're referring to. I know, and that's from Community, and it's not gay. I'm just kidding. Jeez, <laughs> Louise. No, but I, I had to write down, I wrote a note about that fucking scene. I love the contrast. So like these two nerds being all like, me, 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 with their little snitty, little uh-huh. stupid, ongoing, bu- dumb bullshit. And then Coma Boy comes over and he's so fucking excited about fries that it's the best thing I've yep. ever. He's like, guys, French fries. Like it was yeah, like and that's, that's the only part of their meal that he yeah, got for free was yes, the fries. Yes, <laughs> which is usually like part of like if you order a burger you at a diner, maybe it was maybe it was right? free anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the was like, uh, you have the fries for free. <laughs> well, I wonder if it was like an unpopular kid who like always hated yep. Colin mm-hmm. and decided to just kind of like fuck with him. Yeah, I love that headcanon. That's great. <laughs> And he's so proud of himself. Yep, he's so excited. He's so excited. And, and also, he knows nothing about money. He gave the kid like $200. <laughs> I don't know how money works. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, coma boy. Yeah, coma um, boy. Early in the morning, Ephraim explains to Andy why he's going. He says, it's a power move. And Andy mm-hmm. says, oh, right. Huh? <laughs> Which is a great little moment, and then Ephraim gets to like explain mm-hmm. in the con- in this convoluted way, like the power dynamics of him and Colin and Amy. And mm-hmm. It's a fun little scene. I like the the line of him saying that they meet at six a.m., which is why. Andy could never be religious or whatever, and never like the church. I don't remember oh, the exact yeah. phrase. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, fun. too early. Although, but like he's a surgeon, I'm sure he. Has to, <laughs> yeah, like, I know. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. doesn't make any sense. Uh, he just hates religion. Oh no, yes, he couldn't because it it conflicted with his early oh. morning surgeries. Oh no, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. Um, all the business with with Harold being a chaperone is great. Yes, when, he's, yes. when everybody's boarding the bus and he's like, mm-hmm. "I see." When I say line, I overestimate your geometry grade. Yes. I love the line, there will be neither hanky nor panky mm-hmm. on this trip. It reminds me it reminds me of The Simpsons in the one episode where uh, Reverend Lovejoy is like, this sounds a bit too much like rock and or, or roll. roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and then he asks Gemma, oh yeah, you can sit up here with me and, and help me pick out which show tunes to play on the ride up. I love that, yes. I love that they brought that back. That yes. He's a lover of show mm-hmm. tunes. Um, so the um, we get our first glimpse of the the roommate of Bright's, the yearbook 
video yearbook kid. Yeah. Who, spoiler alert, this is his only Everwood episode. Aww. We don't see him again. Aww. You know why we never anyway. see him again is Colin murders him on this trip. Oh, yeah. Wow. We got a Colin's that. a psychopath. We didn't get, we're yeah. getting there. We're getting yeah. there. We're jumping we'll, ahead. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but he's, he's a fun uh, little addition to the episode. Could have been Wendell. Um, yeah, why Easily. wasn't it yeah, Wendell? Why didn't they just make him Wendell? Yeah. Because we, would Wendell would Wendell compromise his delicate like power mm. arrangements in the town yeah. by like he wouldn't drug Harold? No. You know? no, I don't. I don't feel like Wendell's trying to buy cool points with the other people no. either. He's, so he is a f- little guy on his own yep. in high school, just yeah. making his own <laughs> little forty-five-year-old inside an eighteen-year-old's body <laughs> way. That's that's one area where Thomas Merton was wrong. Wendell is an island. You know who would have liked that joke? Tom Keys. <laughs> okay. Uh, stick and move. Okay. Stick and move. We get a nice moment where Amy wants to go on a walk with Colin. Colin's like, oh, I was going to go suck off Ephraim in the pool. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yep. Ephraim's like, oh, we can do that later because we're going to have a room. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can go on a walk with um obviously the, the that's what where snow job comes from yes going for a walk the going for a walk in the snow mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, oh, holy fuck i just got it snow job oh. oh i've i've never in all the years it's i've because never made the, the connection job stuff because blow doesn't job, blow job is so distracting yes yeah Okay, I, I will say that any like p- for people like me with a with a more like I, I I didn't even grow up that religious, but like with somewhat of a religious background, like Job is a connection that like I think resonates for people. Eric. I think it's yeah. like, right. You yeah, Job, I'm the weirdo the here. Stories, I, well, not but I you guess probably the know about Job. I don't know anything about Job. I know oh. Job from Arrested Development, and that is it. I'm not <laughs> kidding. I don't oh, know Job. Gob. I know that. Yeah, I know. I know Gob. Um, but I, 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 I do not know the story of Job. I've heard that name many, many times when I was yeah. younger and stuff, probably too. But it's one I of those not. stories that makes you realize, if you're a logical person, that the the, the stories people tell about God is that God's an asshole. It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Which yeah. it's kind of sad. Job? Maybe. You, you might have learned about Job if you had listened to Herb's narration. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But fuck it. <laughs> Wait, tell me about Job. Which one is okay, Job? Job? Maybe I've heard like, the story okay, and I don't. The story of Job is that like God and the devil are hanging out. Yep. Sweet. And they're looking down on the world and the and they look they look at Job, who's this very devout follower of God. And the devil's like, hey, I bet I can make Job like lose his faith in you and god's like oh. deal i take oh, you up yep. on that no and so, yeah and so and and they just like throw like all these horrible yeah. experiences they, like he loses everything in his life it's just constant suffering after suffering after suffering yeah. but job like maintains his faith in spite of it all right and then i i don't remember how it ends but it's probably like supposed to be nice but it's actually kind of no. shitty yeah yeah <laughs> What? There isn't even an end to the story, nobody guys? Re- I mean, on. if there is okay, one, on, nobody on. remembers it. The story ends with Job receiving his wealth back several fold. 
having another 10 children and living for another 140 years. So he has a happy ending. So he gets to live an extra life because he wasted his other yeah. one. Full of, full of whole new natural ways of suffering. Right. Yeah. And um, and 10 brand new kids. Your old ones are dead. Oh, Here's his, new oh, so ones. His kids died <laughs> yeah, he wipes out Job's 10 children, oh his God. possessions, and gives them a nasty skin disease. Oh, um, Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, oh, well. but then Job questions God regarding his suffering. And God's like, look, I'm sorry, I made a bet. God's never wrong, merciful, and that we cannot know or comprehend all that God does. Oh my God, get this off of the screen. God's like, look, no, look, it started as a bet, but then I really started to have feelings for it. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Oh my God, wow. Yeah. I, now I want to make a Job adaptation that's basically like that. Yeah, like, yes. He's all that, or just one of those yeah. classic rom-coms or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, Snow Job. I cannot believe that, like, yes, yeah, seventeen years later, mm-hmm. in all that time, I never made the connection that it was Snow Job. Snow mm. Job. Yeah, that's wild. Okay, so we see Bright in the room with uh, Chris Owens' character, the yearbook, the video yearbook guy. He takes both of the beds, which I think that's probably just Chris Pratt being Chris Pratt. Yeah, probably not even mm-hmm. written. Mm-hmm. Yep, he thought that was his trailer. Yeah. Chris Pratt. Do we want to have uh, Chris Pratt prattling around is all that? Sweet. Well, (laughs) I try not to even look at the internet anymore because everything is terrifying as usual. But um, Chris Pratt sucks. He's bean dad, right? (coughs) He's probably bean dad. He's probably behind the whole bean dad thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, I think the latest thing that I saw that was related to him at all that was really fucking obnoxious was like it was just going back to when people were. Well, actually, no, there was a new fucking thing. What the fuck was it? How did you not write it down? I didn't write it down. Segment. But there was something about his fucking wife being like, really? Can't we all just be nice to each other? And I'm like, fucking fuck off, Schwarzenegger. I really like your dad. No, this is great. No, like Arnold. So I'm. I look. I googled Chris Pratt news. Yeah, I love this already. Arnold Schwarzenegger hilariously confuses son-in-law Chris Pratt with Chris Evans. Are you fucking serious? (laughs) That's a people. That is my favorite thing. That's amazing. Even if it's what a great. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger accidentally refers to favorite son-in-law Chris Pratt as Chris Evans. <laughs> oh <laughs> like in my an interview. That's amazing. Oh, you deserve that, Chris Pratt. Wow. If, if I were Chris Pratt's father-in-law, I would <gasps> constantly refer to him as all of the different. Oh yeah, of course. That as a good amazing. father-in-law yeah, joke. Chris, the thing Chris is, Pine. <laughs> I'm trying to think of why that might happen, and of course, like Arnold is very active online and everything. But I wonder if it's because Chris Evans, who actually is like a humanitarian and is really like it seems like a decent guy. I wonder if Arnold and Chris have done something together, so he's more literally like more no familiar and more friends with Chris Evans than Chris Pratt. You know what? And I hope that's fucking true. It. That's my head canon. I choose to believe it. <laughs> I don't want to ever read any more news about any of them because then it might spoil mm-hmm. my delusion. It would be so great. <laughs> so okay. It would be really great if Arnold Schwarzenegger accidentally called him Chris Owen, <laughs> the actor who plays <laughs> the video your book guy. Yeah. My son-in-law, Chris, my son-in-law, Chris Owen. I can't do it, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> my, son, my son-in-law. <laughs> 
Chris I Owen. Love my favorite thing he ever did was ever would. <laughs> I am Cookie Monster. You're, you're right. You can't stop. I am Cookie <laughs> Monster. Uh, I'm, all, I'm Cookie Schwarzenegger. <laughs> that was better. Yeah, I am. Get to the cookie. Get to the cookie now. Yeah, now. Do it now. Okay. All right. I refuse to be mocked like this. I love that Chris Owen. On. Chris Owen. That, this has been. This has been prattling on with Katie talking about Chris Fuck Pratt. Chris Pratt. That is my. That is my son-in-law. Chris Pratt sucks. That's Chris that's, Evans. Chris Evans is better. All right, so <laughs> Colin and Amy are hanging out. They're going on their walk. Amy mentioned something about the past. Colin's all mopey. He's like, can we not mention last <sighs> year? Last anything. Yeah, hello. Oh, you guys really don't like these Colin and Amy scenes, huh? Huh? No, I was being mad for Colin. I hate Last anything. Oh, because he was... Because he was so mad. Yeah, yeah, he was very mad. But he's curious, like, hey, have we ever had sex? Yeah, we yeah. have a phone. I, think I, she's I thought like, that was no. the He's like, I don't really know you, but hey, if you want to fuck, I mean, That's sure. what I'm saying. Like, I think that was perfect writing. Because I'm like, you know what? He's a teenage boy. Maybe, mm -hmm. I mean, even though that's kind of crappy, like, yeah, like, being he's like, like, you hey, want to do stuff to jog our mem my memory. Right. like Let's jog it in the bedroom. And she's like, we kissed a lot. We're good at kissing. And he's like, well, maybe we can make that part of my rehab. My rehab. Yep. <laughs> the, I, the, I, the, Big thing in that scene that distracted me was her scarf coming up to try to to eat her face. <laughs> yeah, that was a it was weird like scarf. seven layers of scarf <laughs> shoved into the top of yes. a jacket, zipped up the that whole way. That was already a high neck jacket. <laughs> yes, that was very funny. She switched her All scarf right. game later on in the episode, and it was much better. Well, let's see who was in charge of costumes mm -hmm. in this episode. Oh man, costume and wardrobe department. Chris Owen. Christina. <laughs> <laughs> Christina Phipps Johnson. Future guest of the podcast, Christina mm. Phipps Johnson. Our question for you is why did you try to have a scarf kill Emily Van Ham? I also have another question for the costume designer because it's kind of an ongoing one. So I don't know if it applies to the same one, but it was definitely in this episode. Oh. Andy's goddamn pirate pants with the belt, with the, the, the top of the pants like fluffs mm -hmm. out the top. It's like yeah. a medieval pant. What is happening? <laughs> I, every time those he are, has weird those, pants. I, I can answer this. Those are Colorado pants. Uh, those are real? very common in Colorado. No, I'm making that up. Oh, my God. I really believed you. You, you could have wow. told KT that lie. Because and I was starting to think, I'm like, does Treat Williams not fit in normal pants? Because I have not <laughs> seen him in normal pants throughout all of Everwood. What? Except he... for when he went out to the singles bar, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, that's true. He, but he had a suit jacket on over yeah, it, so you couldn't it see. His it might have been really weird up there. You don't it know. Could have been some weird that's pants. what his panic attack was about. We're getting too <laughs> close. We're going on. These pants drive wore the wrong pants. <laughs> it's like oh, a George no. Costanza moment. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely a Seinfeld uh, episode. Be great. Yeah. Treat Williams auditioned the role of George Costanza. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Colin gets really mad at the end of the scene. He's like, You keep expecting me to be this guy. He's gone. He's, He's dead. dead. It's only me. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Where's that pool? What's a pool? 
What's a poop? <laughs> Ephraim and I have been putting our mouths on each other's penises. What is that? I'm assuming that's something I did all the time before my coma. But I don't know. My vocabulary. <laughs> my vocabulary. Oh, my God. So that was that scene. Harold comes in and wakes them up bright in his room and he's like bright because like he's on both of the beds mm-hmm. <laughs> and not very surprised Chris Owen yeah. is on the floor and Harold's like bright and bright's like what he wanted to sleep there yeah which is a very funny line yes yeah. <laughs> perfect um and Harold is like he's doing like well, a he's schedule. handing out more itinerary yeah there's gonna be and, skiing followed the, by board games and a small color war and oh, then and a geology thing, yes like a the geology. hike yes Hike evolution. We're going to discuss yeah. evolution versus that Genesis nonsense. Yeah. Yep. I love that even on a, as a chaperone on a church trip, he mm-hmm. like sticks to his guns. Yes. Well, we I know he's happy. not Catholic. Yeah. Because he goes to that other church. Although maybe well, that's just for the popularity contest. I don't. Know. I think <gasps> that might just be for that. For like that. Does nobody the... go to that church except for the popularity contest? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Keats is alone. Yeah. Right. Everybody's out there in my receiving line. Oh, wait. We're getting ahead of ourselves again. There's nobody there. That's why he brings so much hope to everybody is because they're like, wow, he's so like persistent. He perseveres in spite of the fact that none of us go there. Yeah. Oh so, what? You, you think that the Abbots are Catholic? Are you making a joke? No. The word Abbot. Oh, I wasn't. <laughs> it works. It works. As, I, I do. I do think that I feel like from future knowledge, I feel like Harold is at least a lapsed Catholic. Hmm. Whoa. He probably he probably does. But so like, obviously, what? he doesn't uh, like believe from in future knowledge. So that's like a very specific thing for him to say. What could that mean? Don't you don't what have would to figure Dr. anything Abbott out. Be? What would what would Stop happen it. in a show Stop like it. this? Do not, Dr. Do Abbott, not, where do not, Adam would go, check the gifts. Oh, he must check be the a gifts. Check the gifts. Catholic. KT, you no. piece of human garbage. <laughs> do not. I'm all I remember I'm writing is another, it down. Uh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, uh, Chris Owen finds out that Bright has an opportunity and at bat with Halter Top in January, Gemma Maxwell, which brings us to the sponsor of tonight's episode, <laughs> Halter Tops in January. <laughs> you need a Halter Top in January? We're a store that are we are only open in January <laughs> and we only sell Halter Tops. Yep. Here's my daughter, Gemma Maxwell. Hi. Come on down. I'm 40. I'm, I'm probably old. Um, uh, Hotter tops in January. Da 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 da. Hotter tops in January. <laughs> oh fuck me. Oh wait, I have to rewind. I didn't write this down, but it was a scene with Gemma. Okay. It was way way okay. way back. Mm-hmm. Back in the pizza shop with Bright freaking out about the pizza. He didn't oh, like it when they yes. reheat it. Yeah. Yeah. Does he want it cold? I don't know. I don't get that. Yeah, that was weird. You want your pizza hot. I hate it when they serve pizza Wait, how we, it's supposed the, to be. Are the three of us all agreed about cold pizza? What do you no, mean? No, I mean, cold what pizza about it? is fine. It's not I hate, preferable. I hate cold pizza. I don't oh, yeah, hate Eric, it. Eric, 
you're not a fan of cold pizza. I'll eat though, a place of cold pizza. Which is still weird. But like, yes, but that's only because now we're tired and pizza. really old. Yeah, exactly. Like, Eric never would have just eaten cold pizza no. like a while ago. You would not have. Now no, you're just why? lazy like me. I've liked cold pizza in my, in my life. Sorry. Yeah, but Eric it's d- way better hot. is more like mm. you. Yeah. I think it is way better hot. So really what he's complaining about is damn me for not being able to wait long enough to eat the pizza. Because yeah, even if it's reheated, like just let it cool off yes. for a minute yes. and it yeah. won't burn your mouth. Yes. I thought that was weird. Ridiculous. Anyway, um, fucking bright. It was weird. Anyway, back well, to the Well, now present. that we're rewinding, let me go to a oh, scene shit. that I forgot to mention. It better be when backwards. We were, it was, yes, it was, well, it wasn't back behind that, because that's like at the beginning no, of the No, I don't mean from show. that. I mean from where yes, we are Yes, from currently. where we are. Dr. Mm. Abbott, when when they were getting on the bus to go to the ski place, my favorite part was when he said, not so fast, after pretending oh, like yeah. that he's trying to control every aspect of everything, right? And then the kid's just walking up the steps of the bus and he goes not so fast I didn't hear like that. as if he, there's nothing happening he's just going into the I, bus I have to say like I I do I love little moments like that like yeah they, they, those those moments are like the bread and butter of great character work yeah this show is chock full of them mm-hmm. like it's so good yeah, yeah. And I don't think it's gonna come up again so I might as well say it because then we get mm-hmm. into other stuff with him but he was a fucking like, obviously not for kids who just want to suck each other's dicks, but, yeah. like, he's a great fucking chaperone <laughs> yes, yes. with these fucking activities and shit. He's not Especially just, like... considering how he doesn't seem to like kids at all. Right, he put really. a ton of effort into this yes, trip. Yes, he really did. Whether it was just to keep people out of each other's pants, and I don't know, but yeah. he... That took a lot of hard work, mm-hmm. what, what he did. Yeah. I was yeah, impressed. Good chaperone. Errol. And also, he mentioned Pippin, which is one of my favorite musicals. So that was one of the show tunes he mentioned. I yeah. was very one excited. of his tapes. Pippin or something more sometime. <laughs> when Chris Owen finds out that this is what's at stake for Bright, he's mm-hmm. like all on board. He's like, "Oh, let me help. Yeah. I will take care of your dad." And I forget what he says, but at the end of the scene, it's enough that Bright is like, "Just don't kill him." <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just don't kill my dad. And the guy's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> well, okay. I guess if you don't want me to. Mm-hmm. Was it mentioned, like, I know I reacted a lot in this episode to things and so missed some things, but was it mentioned what the fuck they gave him? No. So it's just a random it's, ass pill, and clearly he's very mm, sick I, the next day. This is the early 2000s, is pr- like probably Roofling. like casual reference to like a roofie. Yeah. yeah. A date Jesus, rape drug. That's like terrible. It's, fu- like, it's fucked yeah. up. Yeah. It's real bad. Yeah. For years, that is was like a topic of just like mm-hmm. humor, like yeah. Yeah. jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really fucked up. Yeah. Um, and everyone fell into it, but in you know probably one of the least offensive ways. Yeah, it's not. They're not taking advantage of him. Except again, if I want to go, like they fucking we'll get put there. him up on the ski We'll get there. All right, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my um, god. What, 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 what do we have to go through? Ephraim um, says to Colin, um, "You're the only guy so dark you turn me into an optimist." Also, did anybody notice in that scene, Ephraim was not wearing his Gore-Tex gloves that he bought? Yeah, but I don't know where also, those Gore-Tex gloves went. 
there were, I wrote something down. Oh, Ephraim to Collins. That was the Ephraim to Collins. He had scene, other right? gloves he took on. Them off to, he, he had to take off the Gore-Tex gloves earlier to give somebody a hand job. Nice. Oh. <laughs> that was the Ephraim to Collins scene when they're outside by yeah. the sign, right? By Fucking Ephraim's eyebrow action with that line delivery <laughs> was entirely flirtatious. Did anyone not yeah, like, notice I, no, that? No, I love it. Yes, absolutely. It's so funny to me. I mean, like, Adam, I guess you're the only one because you have seen this, but like, I'm, ass- I'm assuming. I have eyebrows. Most people don't. No, I'm assuming that there is no gay romance in this show at all at any point, correct? Because of the time period. That's what I'm assuming. I mean, you, you can, can assume that there's at least a, an episode that deals with homosexuality. Oh, okay, right. But I mean, like, this as isn't an a actual Christmas character. House. As, like, stays, a recurring... Right, like, I, as, I, a, as any of recall. the main characters, anything. Because, like, I am i don't think I'm being, like, crazy to say that. I feel like there were many moments in this episode that were, like, with different characters, not just, like, Ephraim and Colin or whatever. And I know that that's another thing that we have to talk about. But still, I, I just think, I think this episode in general made me think that the show sometimes really had no idea. Like if this show were airing today and people were just watching it, you'd think that there were going to be some little gay romances. You know what I mean? Am I crazy? Yeah, no, totally. Because like Ephraim waggled his eyebrows in the most suggestive way when he said some line. And I was like, like, I remember reacting like, oh, what was that? I see it. I mean, there's a reason that I like, I loved the Ephraim Collins stuff. And even if I wasn't consciously like shipping them, because I don't think I was really out to myself quite yet at Mm -hmm. that time as a guy who's attracted to other guys, like, but I remember, like, I remember kind of the tenor of kind of my fascination with their relationship, mm-hmm. with their connection. And it, and it was definitely, like, it was queer for me, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know if the show is, like, being intentional about it. I, I will say that Greg Berlanti, the creator of Everwood, is gay. Hmm. He, oh, wow. Like, so, so. I did but not like, know how that. Much, but like that's that's only that's interesting. But like, was he he was he wasn't directing every yeah, episode? Yeah, I guess he's or the like, creator. So what does that even mean? I've always asked that. Remember, we had this discussion before. What the fuck is the creator of a show? Like, right? You have the idea. You have maybe the like, but I mean, you're not the he, writer. So what the he hell would have been involved? Mean? I'm sure he would have been involved with casting, and mm-hmm. he cast these very like attractive young men to play Greg, yeah. uh, you know, Gregory Smith and and Mike Irwin to play Ephraim McCollum. Yeah, but everyone was attractive on TV then too, like, and today. <laughs> but also he might have been looking for like a, like a, a less overtly masculine, mm-hmm. maybe some yes. gentleness in the I, actors. Adam, I'm you not, know? yes, that's like, and I, yeah. I know that I skip around, but like, I also feel that way about like Treat Williams and that other guy, because in yeah. those, those scenes, there was something about the gentleness with which both of those men speak, especially Treat Williams. He's so like soft, yeah. uh, chesty, breathy, like all the time. So, that is so interesting to think about that. Like, there's no like macho no. men. No. Like, then you've got Dr. Abbott, who's certainly I mean, not. Bright, bright yeah. but even he's like, oh, no, right. he's, but, but he's, he's like, like the doofus too. And yeah. like, you're yeah, not right. supposed to be like, yeah, bright. So, he's the coolest character. So, like, so, so, but, but what that brings me to, so like, I do think it's, it's interesting to note that Greg Berlanti is gay. Yeah. He, he, hmm. he wrote that movie, Love Simon. I yeah. think he's probably, Ooh. so, um, I didn't know that. 
And so I, I do think there might be something to say for that, for his sensibility being kind of a trickle down situation mm. in the show mm-hmm. in some way. Right. Yeah. At the same time, that gentleness that you're referring to, I also really value that in mm-hmm. these depictions of mm-hmm. like relationships between yes. straight of men, non, yes. you know, like non-romantic relationships. I have, I, that is something that I, I mean, I don't know if it's okay to just keep talking about this now, but like I, no. ha 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 ha. No, go for it. Yeah. I so, okay. So like, obviously I love queer men, but, and I am. Oh, queer, this? And, no, you but, don't. No, no, no. <laughs> I know, but, but I mean, <laughs> like I have always loved men just loving each other and in 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 any way shape or form but like i think sometimes i get aggravated when people are like really angry about like a certain like gay couple like like not gay relationship not happening or something i'm like you can have intimacy and like gentleness between grown men and that's what it should be like that's I love that shit I love brotherhood I love like men who are not toxic who can just talk to each other and be and like not be harassing each other or anything like Mm -hmm. I grew up with a dad like that like he was so much like he was so big and muscular and stuff like that but he was so gentle he was a gentle person yeah I love I love all that too, and I, I do think that like I mean, this gets into territory where there are some like really layered and like like divergent and convergent like discourses and concerns because I yeah. also like in those conversations I also totally understand that like queer baiting is a thing yeah. that like writers do and that it's right. kind of shitty. Oh yeah, that's so, like, true too. So yeah. it's also totally like I, I it's legit for like queer people to like to to get upset when when they've been like baited into thinking there might be a queer attraction mm-hmm. here or a queer relationship and yeah. then but it's just to kind of like you know lead them along like that's that, that's not fun yeah um, i definitely understand that that has probably existed but like i also i think that it's part of like the problem with toxic masculinity stuff is that people haven't been allowed to tell stories and i don't even mean now i don't even mean modern things i just mean like sometimes when people want to like rewrite things that might not necessarily mm. be queer and take away from the fact that like grown men should be able to love each other platonically, like, and be there for each other. Like, it, but I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. And I agree. Like, I definitely agree. I just, I, I sometimes get really sad about that because there's a reason that men are afraid to be kind to yeah. each other because they don't have that represented in a lot of media. Like it's always like this, like it's gotta be like tough bros or something, but it's like, you can be like just gentle and kind and yeah. hugging and loving and kindly speaking to each other about not technically or like not p- traditionally masculine things like sports. And like, you could yeah. just like have a conversation about life or like children or like something you're worried about and be just straight men talking to each other. It's like, if that's what the, I'm pretty sure that's what the Bechdel test is about. It's like, can this movie have two men yes. talk to each other about anything other than sucking each other's dicks? Yes. And if it does, it passes the Bechdel test. Yeah. No, but seriously, it is, it's like a baby with a bathwater situation. Like yeah. I get like wanting more queer representation yes, and like, and, and looking for that and being excited about Me it. Me too. But at the same yes. time, like, like let's not like forget that we, we, 
that it's totally valuable to have depictions of mm-hmm. gentle, right. non-toxic, you know, heterosexual masculinity. Yes. Yeah, 100%. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Um, that being said, fuck them for not making Ephraim call it a <laughs> Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's what our podcast is for. Yeah. Yes. You can listen to <laughs> our headcanon. Uh, Colin tells Ephraim that he really appreciates Amy. Amy has been his home base, mm-hmm. but that he's really concerned that he hasn't like had any memories of yeah. her. Um, that scene ends, and I'm sure nothing happens with that <laughs> off camera. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, so Dr. Abbott's reading and drinking some tea, drinking his nightly <laughs> chamomile, and Chris Owen walks in. He opens the door, and he's like, Dr. Abbott? And Harold's like, yes, person. Person? <laughs> yep. Yep. That's so good. That's kind of like shitty if you think about it. Like, there's just, there really should be no reason for the adult chaperone on the trip to, like, reinforce the kind of, like, social logics and, like, hierarchies of the teenagers. <laughs> like, there's no, like... If anybody should know, like the kids' names, but but also like there I don't are a lot even of think it was necessarily no. the hierarchy. I think it was just that he doesn't like kids, and the only yeah. ones he knows are the ones <laughs> yeah. that he's forced to know. I definitely I, I didn't interpret it the other way. I was like, okay, oh, I'm, he just okay, doesn't want good. any yeah. of them in his. Sp-. It was very will. Like I identified mm-hmm. with that moment where it was just like, yes, go away already. <laughs> like it was- Chris Owen hands him what? What's like? I don't know what he says the drink is. Some kind of. I don't think he it says has whipped cream. It looks and like, like cocoa. Stuff. It looked like some kind of cocoa. Yeah. Yeah, and he hands it to him, and, and while you know Dr. Abbott's not looking, he drops a apparently a roofie into Dr. Abbott's tea, which is it, yeah, it's a fun little moment though, where mm-hmm. like Harold's like, well, I already have my nightly chamomile, yeah. but uh, thank you. Yeah. And then after the kid leaves, he sets the drink down. He's like, how. Oh, Dumb do they think yeah, I am? It's so good. I was, and drinks I was the drug so tea. disappointed at first because I thought it was going to be that he just drank the stupid drink. I'm like, no. really? This is so dumb. But I loved it. It was so, the kid was so <laughs> nervous. Great. It was great. Uh, so Harold, Harold gets up. He stands up. He's like, time to put the little monsters to bed. Um, and we get one of the best pieces of physical comedy <laughs> ever with him getting really sleepy right before he leaves his room and falling to the floor. It's so good. He like, he like contorts his body, like circles it mm-hmm. in this really mm-hmm. elegant, like full circle way as he falls. Yep. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. There's like something mathematical about that curve. Mathematical and like classical. There's something like mm-hmm. just classic. Yeah. Also, was he going to use that megaphone in the midst of the ski resort? Yeah, I feel I don't like know somebody the, else who's there. I feel like, like pissed I feel like, off. Do they? Could, is it possible that they have the whole place rented out? I if do it's not small think enough, so. I don't. I guess I've never gone skiing, but I bet they have small places where, like, you rented it for a school trip or something. I also, I also bet Maybe. Harold would totally do it. Yeah. And, and if it's bedtime, he wants an early curfew for everybody. Like, I'm sure he's like, yeah, everyone else is going to be like, all the adults aren't going to sleep yet, but the kids, damn. Damn as hell are. Damn, damn as hell, hell are. Damn as hell. Damn as hell are. Hey, damn as hell are. I like to learn using swears. <laughs> Me too. We get a scene with Ephraim and Laney. And if I join you? She speaks. She sits. She cracks jokes. Who knew? 
So how come you're not at a party? Happy people depress me. Drunk, happy people make me want to slip my wrist. Well, I thought you were part of the who's who, the heir apparent to cool and all. You go out of town for a few months to boarding school and it's pretty much out of sight, out of click. Oh, you didn't want to go? St. Margaret's was really my parents doing. I mean, after Colin's accident. It's kind of hard to explain. You don't have to. You had to parent them, right? My mom died in a car accident. Uh, almost a year ago now. I kind of had to parent my little sister for a while. My dad had to fend for himself. How do you do? I'm not great. Better. Yeah, in a way, I kind of lost my parents in Colin's accident. I mean, not in the way you did. But they shattered after Colin crashed. And after that, other focus was on him getting better. So sending me away was the best they could do. I mean, they said that it was so I could have a normal life and be surrounded by friends, but I get it. It's harsh. Don't get me wrong. I love my brother to death, and I cried like a bunny to find out that I was still in his head somewhere. But ever since that truck flipped, my whole life has been about him. You know, I wasn't aware that bunnies did much crying. Don't nitpick. Right. I thought you were just quiet. No. And I just wait until I'm sure somebody's worth talking to first. And then I don't shut up. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> talking about how gay they were. <laughs> oh, they look gay. Like, like Lainey looks like a man and they look like they're gay for each other. They have the Is same it, fucking hair. No, they do have it the was same. so yep. silly to me. Like, she has very feminine hair and he has his masculine hair, but it's the same hair somehow. Like, it's literally, they have a, the gelled the same way. It's all pointed like goths, but well, only demi-goth. Like, you know, I think the show is is introducing like a, it's definitely a she's a foil to Amy. She's like, right. this is somebody else who like the anti. She has more of a mm -hmm. more of a New York feel. Mm -hmm. Yep, like more kind of a loner. So like, which I like again. Like I was excited about it back then, and I'm excited about it now. God damn it! I yeah. like Nora <laughs> Hepner uh, as an actor. Like I think she is. I'm looking her and up I now. Find, I find her honestly kind of gorgeous, frankly. I don't know. Yeah, she was. Very she was in American Pie too. I do not. She was in an episode of the Gilmore Girls. Nora Zahapner as Lainey. Lainey, there she is. Is I I think kind of a a cool addition. They're kind of easing her in. So we learn a little bit about Lainey. She says that you know, I kind of lost my parents in Colin's accident. Um, cause everything became about Colin and, and the coma and, you know, and they sent her away so that she could have maybe more of like a normal life. Um, and this Bullshit. is why I was like so excited about comparing <laughs> Colin's father, Mr. Mm -hmm. Hart to Denny Thor, because Colin is Boromir yep. and yeah. Lainey is Faramir, who he sends away yeah. to like, to fucking be a scout at mm -hmm. boarding school and kill orcs. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm, just, what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I think Ephraim and Lainey, like I, 
I'm excited about their chemistry. And like, I like the end of the scene when she's like, <laughs> when she punches his arm and it well, made the sound yeah. of an explosion. Have, like what the we fuck? have, we have, I wait until I know if someone's worth talking to first and then I don't shut up. He says, you're telling me. Mm-hmm. And then she fucking like punches the a sound black hole. Was, yes, that's what I'm saying. What a shitty thing to say to someone you just met. Yeah, I know for real. I don't care. Oh how... no, but they're both they're both being like sardonic. bantery. Bringing they they're bringing the same energy. It's it's she's at least better than Amy. God damn, everyone's better than Amy. <laughs> oh, there's that great moment where Colin comes to get Amy, and he's like, "Can I get you?" For a second, and her friend is her friend's <laughs> name like Paige or something. She's like, Why? She's just gonna tell me what you say later. <laughs> Perfect. Mm, yep. Can I say I'm sorry? No. Well, I am. No, I mean, uh, you shouldn't be. You haven't done anything wrong. Ever since the accident, everyone told me not to push so hard. Guess what I did? I pushed. And I get you back, and again, everyone says, don't push, Amy, and guess what I do? Colin, I'm I'm beginning to think that the best thing I can do for you is to just go away. Give you some time. Don't do that, Grover. It was me who, I'm the one that blew up. What did you say? I just said, nah, I was sorry. No, no, I mean, uh, what did you just call me? Uh, I called you Grover. That's what you used to call me. Yeah, I know. I've been remembering things about you, us. I mean, some things, not everything. I remember Grover. I even remember how you got that name. We were like 10 years old and, uh, and you kicked me because I was trying to kiss you. Why didn't you tell me? I didn't want to disappoint you again. You kind of expect the world, and I can't give you that. You're not disappointed. Uh, no, no, I'm, uh, what's, it, what's the opposite of disappointed? <laughs> I don't know, I, I don't. <laughs> My vocabulary is not very good right now. Well, whatever it is, I'm bad. Okay. Because sometimes I think you forget how lucky we are. Lucky. Yeah, that's us. I mean it. I mean, how many couples get to have their first kiss twice? Oh! Bright's trying to get laid with Gemma. Yes, he is. He's trying to create a special experience, and mm-hmm. he's like, and he yeah, it's special. It. She's like, yeah, it's it's really special. And he's like, is it special? What a dope. Enough? Oh my God. <laughs> so absurd. What, so what did he say? He said like, well, you know, we haven't really dealt with it except that one time and it was totally an accident. Yeah, which doesn't It was just for any... a second. Yeah. What? It was just for, to, except that one time by, by no, accident. it was an accident. Was totally... Yeah. Uh, it might have been both. He might have said it both. was both. Except that yeah. one time for a second, second. and it was, it was totally, totally an accident. accident. That's what it was. What is he talking about? Anal? <laughs> oh my god this, <laughs> that was, they've had sex they, so many times oh these my god. they don't think anal counts as counts as sex because they still haven't learned from this 
from all the way from that from the STD episode. Oh my they, god! I like that. That's my that's my head can. Well, it's my anal cannon. It's my anal cannon. You might want to uh, think about that one. Oh, he thought about it. Uh, my anal cannon. <laughs> like Nick things cannon. out really well. Like my, it's my head cannon. It's my anal cannon, but it is spelled D A N N O. Yes. Um, and then, but so the, he's about to get laid, and then he sees his dad, Doctor Abbott, up on one of the ski lifts, and he like is you know he's I, fucking dead up there because what the fuck do you guys understand? It'd be so cold in in the air on also, a metal bench, if you're and you're drugged, you and you will have just fall off of that. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a murder plot. I feel like this is Bright's appendicitis part two. <laughs> KT's super worried about the unconscious guy getting hypothermia or falling off a ski lift. Well, it's Dr. <laughs> Abbott. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we care about it. We really do. If it was Amy, I'd be like, I hope they don't see her up there. It's kind of nice that Bright prioritizes that. He's like, uh, like, yes, you know, yes. Oh my God, Dad! But it and was it's this great. It's a yeah. funny line where Gemma's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm coming." <laughs> yeah, I think that's deliberately right. That's a joke, right? Yes, it has to be because I'm mm-hmm. coming. He would not yell that to his dad. Like this doesn't make any sense. He'd mm-hmm. be like, "Dad, what? Wake up!" And I think it retroactively informs the accident. Like he did. He is a premature ejaculation. Was that like that was an accident? Except that like they were going to, but then he came before oh. he could... right in her ass, right in my anal cannon. <laughs> also, I loved him. Just I don't know if you guys noticed at the very start of the scene. Yeah, the super long stick roasting a marshmallow it was just on fire. Yes, it was just completely on it was fire. Just burning. I was that's like, a what's valid going way on? To burn. That's a valid way to make. <laughs> but it was just well, he wasn't doing anything it, about yeah. it. He wasn't reeling it in at that <laughs> no, point. He was just he like was just having a conversation. I liked it. On fire. What if he and what if he and what if Chris Pratt and Treat Williams like got together during this episode? And were like, hey, let's do some weird food shit. Yeah, yes. Let's act like we don't know how to do. Food yes, stuff. because that's referring to Treat Williams at the end not knowing how to we'll, use syrup we'll, on his we'll pancakes. Get to it. We'll get there. I made you guys. We're an hour and like seventeen minutes times. into this episode, and we haven't hit the second storyline yet. Oh shit! All right, let's let's keep going. Amy confronts Ephraim in a gentle way. Like he does that saying, like Colin yep. doesn't need crib sheets anymore. So it's kind of interesting that, like, apparently he does though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. That is like, well, apparently he does. <laughs> that would be so good. So it's it's up. it's kind of nice that we see that kind of connection between Harold and Amy. Like Harold doesn't. I mean, he does end up falling for being drugged <laughs> uh, yeah. but like but we see him being wise like like wise enough like like how dumb is it like i'm not and amy has this, like we we might think that colin has gotten away with it although we don't know at that point it's a reveal to us too when mm-hmm. amy's like grover the bit specific right mm-hmm. from the ferris wheel did you did you did you predict that when the scene with colin and her happened that ephraim told him that wait the scene when the scene the grover was- stuff did you did you realize that? Yeah, you did. Yes. Okay, I had no idea. Yeah, as it was happening, you knew that that it was that he didn't remember that himself. Um, no, her act. Oh, you mean during that scene? Yeah, I thought you were talking about right when he. Came, I guess I no, don't know. No, when what the Colin is. was like, "Hey, Grover," and she was like, "What?" 
did you realize that he didn't actually remember? Her acting was so convincing that that's something that's been circling in my head actually from the beginning, like when we started recording, mm-hmm. was like, I need to make sure that I say that like, I'm not sure how I feel about her lying so well. Like that probably makes sense that well, she would be I, really convincingly overwhelming. No, yeah, I'm with Eric. I think she thought about it afterwards yep. and was like, "Oh, I see what happened." Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Or like at the end of the scene, even, but not right at the yeah. beginning. Oh, she just hears that it because pro- okay. he probably felt so like natural. Like to her, the character or whatever, like him say, calling her that. Like, I don't think that. Okay. Yeah. All right. It might be interesting to rewatch that scene to see if like there's a moment where like she begins to suspect that it, that he didn't remember that himself. But I'm not going to do that. No. Nope. <laughs> Next week, we'll just watch this one again, I guess. We have a lot to rewatch. Yeah. yeah we, have, we have to rewatch too many scenes. Oops. I do. I do like what Amy says to Ephraim when she says, you might think I've forgotten about the time we spent together, but I haven't. It's just kind of like a nice little cue of like, look, I, you know, you still matter to me and the time we spent together matters to me. Um, but just I just wait, don't act like, like it most yeah, of the yeah, time. Yeah, I'll say, just wait, in five hours I'll say something like, I never, I wish I never met you or something like that. So <laughs> just wait for it. Just wait. Classic Amy. She's, Katie. She's She's grieving. <laughs> Eric says that to me on a daily basis now. <laughs> like, we do that about other stuff. Like, <laughs> did we even do it on our podcast at some point? It was crazy. Maybe. Like, Eric does it a lot now. He's like... Oh, it's perfect. They're grieving, whatever it is. <laughs> That's I love it. I love it. Um, Amy also, like, admits, like, you know, it's both kind of sweet, but kind of also misguided of Ephraim to do that. I, I like how it's misguided of him to do it, but not for her to do it constantly. What do you mean? For, what is she doing? To tell him stories. To tell Colin stories about his past. Oh, oh I well, don't think it, it was I know, it was that. tricking her. Yeah. Yes, I know. It was, yeah. It was well, it was... So well, shut but... the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Your face makes me so sad. <laughs> did he look like Martin no, Crane He, he just looked at my face. <laughs> he did. He looked like Martin Crane. <laughs> Harold is checking out of the hotel. <laughs> He's yeah. off like hung over from being roofied and uh, he's got like an $800 bill. And the, and the yeah. person is like, do you want the movies on a separate bill? And he's like, he's the delivery is so perfect. He's like, yes, yes please. please. Yeah. I love it. Cause you think so, almost like he's going to object for a second, but then he just, yes. So did <laughs> like, he pack amazing. his libido too? No, I he think the, all the kids ordered yeah. movies. Right. And, he, and he's, yes. wait, Yes. Uh, yeah, that's my that was my take. But then it's he, like a so pr- why is yeah. he why does he want it on a separate bill if he, he's got nothing to be ashamed of? He can just tell my thinking was that like he doesn't want the church oh he doesn't want the church to know that he failed so bad as a chaplain. Yes, I so think that like, it's I that will, he got I'll, fooled and he is too like which is yeah. again weird because he got fucking roofied. But anyway, <laughs> he's not telling the police and he's very ashamed. Sorry, talking about headcanon. My headcanon is that the night before he got roofied, he watched eight hundred dollars worth of porn. Eric, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'm going to file that away in my anal can. <laughs> in my anal can. Um, oh my Andy, er, Harold gets revenge on all the kids by getting a nun, Sister Mary Constance, 
of the Order of the Blessed Virgin. <laughs> Poor lady. Yeah. <laughs> you are punishment. Do the thing you like to do to these kids. Yeah. They'll hate it. Yeah. No. I'm not gonna I, be. I, I'm gonna be overt about it <laughs> while you're right here next to me. <laughs> Terrible. Any nun worth her fucking yeah, what do they call their hoods or whatever knows the, knows how terrible they are. Yeah, she's going to do the catechism for three hours, and he also makes sure everybody knows this is thanks to our friends at the Video Yearbook Club. Where did he get the nun? Yeah, I, I don't know. Did he call the church and have her sent up? Like, did she have to get on a bus at six a.m. and meet them there, or? <laughs> is she like this the ski resort's resident <laughs> nun? Especially, especially on such short notice, because if uh-huh. he was roofied, he, yeah, he, was... he didn't like wake up early. Like nope. he probably woke up late. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just got lucky and there was a nun staying at the ski resort. <laughs> Who is willing to her, drive like, three hours to go look? To she's like, I place. can't I can't go on the bus. Like my car's here. The the nun bus is here. And he's like, Look, I'll rent you a car to drive back. It, it just you need to do this. Mm-hmm. So convincing, That's my definitely anal happened. Cannon. <laughs> okay, your nun anal cannon. Uh, Colin confronts Ephraim and says, "Oh, looks like you got to know Amy pretty well <laughs> while I was out." Huh? So weird. And Ephraim's like, "I didn't, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything." And Colin's like, "Yeah, but uh, you knew her a lot." Better than I thought you did, huh? So why did you say... Is this bit <laughs> good? <laughs> what bit? I'm just watching this movie play out. <laughs> um. Anyway, and then Colin, like, everyone's oh, like... Oh, there's uh, no uh, end. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the scene's not over. Yeah, and, I know. You, like, and, and stop Everyone's like, oh, uh, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And Colin's like... Ugh. Maybe next time I suck your dick, I bite it off. Because huh? you bite off my girlfriend from me while I'm in a coma. Huh? And Ephraim's like, ah, ah, da, da, da. and Colin's like, ah, I kid, I kid, I kid. And he's got the most psychopathic smile on his face. As he turns and walks away. If only we could have recorded that entire performance. <laughs> Bravo. We just did. We've the been recording the past no, hour and a half. The faces, the <laughs> acting that went into that was insane. These crazy eyes. <laughs> and then he kicks his sister out of the front seat of the car and gets in and they leave. Yep. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait, he does do that, doesn't he? Yep. And Lainey gives Ephraim a look like, that's me, I'm Faramir. <laughs> I know if I give this guy shit, he'll kill me. I've seen it before. Uh-huh. I know what that smile means. All right, There's now back to the start of my notes. Hundreds of dead rabbits buried in our backyard. <laughs> they all cried. Cried oh, like a bunny. cried like a bunny. Oh we didn't talk God. about that. Cried like a bunny. Oh, that's they acknowledged that's why. it. She said that because mm-hmm. she's seen so many rabbits cry as her brother strangled Tortured them. them. Oh my god! I love this. I love. I love our anal cannon. <laughs> it's a collective. That's, all right, I went too far with that. No more anal cannon. Oh. All right, let's talk about the superior storyline. Yes. My opinion. Um, <clears throat> I've said it before. I really love this character, Reverend Tom Keys. He's played by. Tim Decay, which makes me wonder if like 
like Tom Keys, Tim Decay. Mm-hmm. It definitely seems like I don't know if they wrote. The it's part so for weird him. to me when shows and movies have that kind of yeah. stuff where there's similarities or like the same names, like those kind of renamed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the Office like, has the a fuck? lot of the same yeah. first name people. Yeah. It's interesting, but I do I do love him in the part. I wouldn't be surprised if they had him in mind when they were writing the part. Like I think he inhabits the role really well. But anyway. Part of why I love this character is is this episode. Um, mm-hmm. So we get we see him and Andy hanging out. They're buds. So, tell me about this day to you. For my day? Oh, she was cute for a crazy person. Started off like a completely normal date, then she started talking. First it was the evils of men as exemplified by her ex-boyfriend or ex-husband, both maybe. Then it was another hour on her trip to Cancun with her sister and how, and I quote, it was too hot to do anything but get a rash. Yeah, that sounds sexy. Oh, very. <laughs> Finally, she thinks to ask about me, and the second she finds out I'm a reverend, she breaks down and starts confessing to me about the one-night stand she had with the hotel concierge. Did you mention to her that you're not a priest? Yeah, repeatedly. But uh, she kept crying until I gave her a couple of Hail Marys. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I'm impressed. One disaster after another, and you're still out there. You're either very secure or you're a glutton for punishment. <laughs> yeah, what can I say? Job is my hero. Yes! Yes, did I not call it? I am now five bucks richer. Have eyes but cannot see and hands but cannot play defense. Hand it over. This is ridiculous. This is Vegas. You got something smaller? No. All right. I get a little blurry when I read too long. I got a fight with Kierkegaard this afternoon. You need new glasses? Nah, I just had some eye drops. I need to refill. Well, why don't you let me save your trip to the eye doctor? Come by my office tomorrow, I'll write you a new prescription. Well, that's very nice of you, but I'm still telling everyone you bet against the abs. <laughs> I wish I had paid more attention to him in his first episode because I think I thought he was just a weirdo. And now I'm just really confused by his character. Well, he was like, I thought under he was duress be, like, the entire one-off. episode last Yeah, I know, time. like itching. He seemed like a, more of a cartoon. That's why I had no idea who he was when we first... Yeah, started this. Episode. You didn't recognize him without At the all. rash. Yeah, I, I didn't. Know, I don't know if I would have remembered who he was if if Adam, you didn't talk about how much you loved him the last time. Then I was like, oh, it's that guy that Adam was talking about who I knew would come back. Mm, so yeah, okay. I uh, I'm, I understand why you yeah. felt that way. I and I like I, yeah, I have the benefit of having watched the series so many times and like mm-hmm. yeah. and knowing him as an actor from he, he was in Carnival and. Um, he, I, whenever I see him and like, he's, he's a, he's guest, uh, starring in, um, the expanse right now, the new season that's airing. And so mm-hmm. I just get excited whenever I see him. And it's, hmm. it's, it's I've cool. never, I wonder if what I've seen him. Is in. he a belter? No he's not a belter. He's What's an a belter? No, he's a Martian. Oh, it's a Martian. Something. Okay. okay. Something um, something. so I like that he and Andy are hanging out, um, he, he's talking about kind of his dating life since being since getting divorced. And he's like, you know, <clears throat> yeah, you just have one disaster after another and you're still going out there like on all these dates. And he says like, well, what can I say? Job's my hero. Um, bit on the nose. Uh, <laughs> Job's my and, hero. And there's some foreshadowing there of like he, I think he's like, he get, he's paying Andy for maybe like his half of like the pizza or something. I forget, but he like gives the wrong bills or something, and and Andy's like, oh, that's no, the it was bill. the bet. They bet on who would win oh, the hockey it was a game, bet. and okay. and the Avs lost, and so wow, so they really are taking a lot from the story of Job. 
that they have a bet at the start of the story too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. That is definitely a nod. It's kind it's of interesting. Uh, there's another there's a part I thought that was interesting. I wonder it's probably a symptom of it when he's being when he's examining him and there's the he talks about how he sees just circular rainbows or something, circular mm. rainbow halos. I can't remember something like that, but yeah, I remember being like, checkup. that seems odd. Cause I've had my eyes dilated and I don't think it's rainbow. Well, halos I, well, or something. I think like, I mean, I think it's like, it starts because he like, when they're in front of the TV, he says like, yeah, I've gotten like, like my eyes get kind of blurry. Like, but he, he attributes it to like, he was doing, he did a lot of reading that day. Like mm-hmm. he says, I had a fight with Kierkegaard this afternoon. Which, like, was, like, for me, I, like, at the same time as the show was airing, I was, like, getting into Kierkegaard in fucking high school. Mm -hmm. And, like, as a young Christian struggling with, like, how do I have faith when I'm also smart? Like, (laughs) like, spoiler alert, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Kierkegaard. Kierkegaard was like a big deal for me. So like, it was like, I, I just like, it was delicious to me that my, well, my favorite show would do like reference, like my favorite philosopher. Was that saying. still, oh, gosh, I don't know what scene that was. I'm sorry to go back. Still, but the, like, still the first, the still first, the first one. Okay. Yeah. Cause the first, the first one, like I thought it was kind of like, I guess this is terrible to say, cause I think it, directly goes against what you're saying but like i felt like they wrote this poor priest character like too preachy he just keeps bringing Not up the priest. bible uh, what is he what is he i don't know the, the difference reverend. Oh, who cares yeah. i don't know the difference all right reverend this reverend guy keeps saying religious references like 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 it's like he's trying to fit as many as he can in a regular conversation and i wonder because again like you guys have way more experience with being brought up in religious households and amongst religious people is that like a normal thing that like a reverend just like i know that when they're preaching of course they're going to do that but when they're just hanging out i guess you guys wouldn't have hung out with a reverend but so so i i hear what you're, i hear what you're saying i i honestly think that that's more it's more about his corniness like he's a corny guy yeah and i think that's okay. why he and he mm-hmm. and Andy get along and are yeah. friends because they're both kind of corny. Corny, okay. Yeah, Andy makes doctor jokes and he makes reverend jokes. Oh my god, that's really cute, actually. Oh my god, that's so stupid. I love it so much. So here's a joke. A reverend and a doctor walk into a bar. Oh wait, the doctor doesn't. Ah... Uh... Because he has a panic attack and then they go eat oh, pancakes. Oh, the bar. I forgot it was at a bar. <laughs> I was like, bar? Oh. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, they have the checkup. Andy's like, yeah, I'll, I'll do like tests and I'll send them off for you. Tom is like, you look like Jesus after he's got all the, like, I don't know. If, yeah, I guess. Probably maybe a combination. A combination of getting his eyes dilated and the condition. Yep. And Andy, to his credit, is not an optometrist. So it's not like he would think like, oh, I shouldn't look like Jesus to you. Um, he says, I get that a lot. Yep. Yeah. And this is where where um, Tom is like, oh, I've got another date. Fucking all these chicks. <laughs> uh, and Andy asks, like, where are you meeting these people? And he's like, oh, I go to these mixers in Denver. You should come. You can be my wingman. Which, I like, again, like, I just love this kind of immer- this friendship between mm-hmm. them. Um, uh, hold on one second. You, you mentioned they're in Denver. I need to establish this in my mind. You would know, Adam. How far is Denver from Everwood? Everwood's not a real place. No, I don't <laughs> mean in our world. I mean in Everwood land. I think they've said that it's like 
maybe like two hours. That's a by lot. Bus. I thought it was like by three bus. hours. Oh, okay, yeah, by bus, that's different. It, it, Wait, it might be different? two or three hours oh, by bus. Yeah, it's it has probably the, not a direct. No, it has all the stops. stops. Oh, so okay. a direct drive might be like an hour and a half. Okay, but that's but little... you know they but it is like for like single divorced slash widowed men who like need mm-hmm. to meet women. Like I can see like driving an hour and a half. I just there's been different times where they've got they've mentioned going to Denver for mm-hmm. different sure. reasons. Yeah, just some of the times like I've been trying to balance like would they actually drive that far for what they're doing? I don't know. Anyway, we should get somebody to draw like a map of of all the places in Everwood mm. and, and put them in like a real map of Colorado in like a J.R.R. Tolkien kind of way, you know? Hmm. Yeah, we should. Wow. Let's do it. Parker? Parker, <laughs> that's your job. Um, we get some Andy and Nina scenes in this episode. Um, some chemistry between them, kind of like a Salonkin, a little flirtatious. Yeah, very flirtatious. My goodness. Well, thanks for babysitting again. One day I'll give you a triple bypass and maybe we'll be even. Ah, but you don't realize I'm operating a sweatshop in the basement and Delia is my best soap. Okay, we can turn these off now. (laughs) Oh, you're all spiffy. He's going to a thing. Where's Sam? Eating cookie dough. Really? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, a thing? Oh, it's nothing. It's no thing. I I told Tom Keys I'd go with him to a singles mixer. Oh, that's... uh... That's, uh, what? That's good. I'm glad you two are hanging out. He's a good influence on He's you. He's not influencing anything. I'm not even really going. I mean, I'm going, but I'm not going, going. <sighs> Can I go now? Go, go, or just go, go? <laughs> he says at one point, I'll give you a triple bypass someday, and we can call it even, which kind of like made me feel icky, because I was like, wait, how did... Stephanie Nisnik. Mm. I saw that. I saw your face. You're oh. like, wait a second. How did it she wasn't die? Heart stuff. It was, but I, I looked it up and it was like liver complications from oh. like alcoholism. Oh, a poor lady. That's really sad. Um, but yeah, some Andy and Nina stuff. And then we get the best scene in the whole fucking episode. One of my top favorite scenes of the whole show. Oh. Tom and Andy outside the bar, heading into mm. the mixer. That was my game face. Very gamey. Can we go over this again? We go in. There will be people there. Mm-hmm. We go straight to the bar. Exactly. I talk to a few nice ladies, and I come back and hang out with you so I don't look like the lame guy who doesn't know anyone. Because that's me. No, no, not you. You're, 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 you're just looking. You're like an anthropologist trying to help me find my one true love. <laughs> you ready for this? Totally. No big deal. Great. Let's go then. Andy? Hold on. You okay? I just remembered, uh... Andy, I, uh... still wear my ring. That's okay. It doesn't matter. I don't know if I can do this. You don't have to do this. Don't worry. Let, let, let's get out of here. Come on. No, no, you, you go in. I'll, I'll stay here. No, no, no. Come on, come on. You know what? We're going to cut to the pancakes a little early. The mile high is just on the block. Come on. 
It's the biggest stack you'll ever see. I mean, they got whipped cream, they got chocolate chips, the whole nine yards. This is what we need. This will be great. And he just has this whole fucking like panic attack. I think very that, well acted. Yes, that was my. Because I'm like I, he's I having down, a panic attack, and then they're like later panic, panic attack equals best acting. Like I feel like that's some of the best acting I've seen Treat Williams do. Like I yeah. Uh, he, I felt so. I've been there. I've had. I have anxiety disorder. I've had many panic attacks, and I was like. I, I like my, I was like holding my breath because it really was convincing. Mm-hmm. He was really panicked. It was really sad. Yeah, so sad. And, and, but but what I love about this is is again that that friendship, that non toxic, like gentle yes. male friendship. He just takes him away, whisks him away to get pancakes. That is something in every girlfriend movie. That is in every fucking. A women taking care of other women. Let's go get uh, some lunch. Let's go get you some, yes. you know, whatever. That never happens in movies. It's with so men. nice to see to see men doing it. To see it Tom be like, "That's yep. that's okay. It, it, it doesn't matter." Mm-hmm. And, and Andy's like, "I don't, I don't know if I can do this." Yeah, he's like, "You don't have to do this." Yeah, he's like, "I can't." He's like, "That's okay." No, it's fine. We're yeah. gonna we're, we're gonna go. And I love that Andy says to tell him that he should go in and he'll wait there. Yeah, I'll wait here. <laughs> yeah. And Tom's like, no, like we're gonna go. We're gonna cut to the pancakes a little early. Yeah. And and it's so it's just so nice. Even as the episode, even as like the scene cuts to commercial, like what the way the way Tom is talking, he's like, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna Aww, be great. Yeah. Like it's so I, I love it. It's one of my favorite depictions of 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 friendship, male yeah. friendship mm-hmm. um in media that I've seen. And it's just it's a simple scene. It's like you know, mm-hmm. nothing too flashy. It's just really genuine and heartfelt it's literally like i said it's like it, it could happen in a movie with two between two women i feel like i've seen that kind yeah. of thing so many times and that's awesome that it's in this groundbreaking 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 everyone it is it, it, i will say like the tonal it was kind of a hard uh shift for me when they go to the pancake place and they are sucking each other off in the restroom <laughs> adam this is your anal cannon again <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry, it's my sorry. Yep, I got confused. Um, the next time we see Andy, he's like furious on the phone, and he's like, "You sent me yeah. the eyes of Methuselah. Like I send you the eyes of, of a healthy forty-two-year-old man. And you send me the eyes of Methuselah." Sorry, that's another Bible reference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andy, man, that's the really old one, right? He's like nine hundred. Yeah, okay. apparently, he's like nine hundred something years old. That's all I know. Old guy. Job didn't get to live that old. Oh yeah, 140. Only an extra huh? 140. Oh, an extra 140. Right. Um, I thought this was some good acting too. When he comes down from the phone call and Edna is like, "What's going on?" Yeah, you can see him gradually be like, like just accepting, like, yeah. "No, it is like there's no." They didn't get anything wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like you can hear his voice kind of break. Like, mm-hmm. what's the damage? The geniuses at the local lab screwed up the test we ran on Reverend Keyes. They want me to buy a diagnosis of exudative macular degeneration. You believe that? That depends on what the hell it means. It's the retinas. They slowly hemorrhage both eyes. Eventually detach. You go blind. But Tom Keyes, he's 20 years too young for that. There's no way. Yeah, there is, boss. You know that. You want me to call your old buddies at Mount Sinai? They can have their ophthalmology lab confirm or deny in a New York minute. No. 
You want me to call in the Reverend? I don't know. And he's like, yeah. Fuck. He says, fuck. Groundbreaking. Uh, Tom comes to his office and apologizes for the yeah. night out. And Andy's like, what? You're apologizing? He says, you're like a saint, only annoying. Yeah. Um, and then he apologizes again. <laughs> yeah. For being yeah. a saint that's annoying. Oh, I'm sorry. Very, very, very corny. I love mm-hmm. their friendship. Yeah. But we see Andy does. Andy kind of is a coward. And he's like, I'm out of league when it comes to eye stuff. You talk to the specialist. But go soon. But go soon, please. Uh, <laughs> will you come and be my wingman? No. No. No, I can't. I had a panic attack last time. Did you see me? <laughs> Nina goes to Andy for dirt. She's like, hey, I get the sense that you save all the fun parts for everyone else. And he's like, uh, no, it was awful. My Our, our double date, me wingmanning him was terrible and now i have bad news to give him and anyway just laying the foundation for when andy and nina fuck Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. by the way thinking about this friendship between andy and tom i started picturing and kind of also going off of our love of patriot and we were Mm -hmm. talking about the bachelor party episode Mm -hmm. which is like incredible the whole bachelor party i was imagining a bachelor party for andy and like, like who Aww. would be there? Like Tom, I would love to see a bachelor party scene with him, Tom, Irv, Harold, <laughs> and like who else? Like maybe like the, the the well, also um, Edna. Yeah. Edna oh my god. Of course, god. Edna would be there. Irv, would, Irv and Edna would be there together. Oh my god. <laughs> she had to convince Irv to go. <laughs> maybe the newspaper guy, the the guy who <laughs> the. Yeah, you realize there suddenly realize there's a whole other story that was never told about everyone is the Andy and newspaper guy friendship. <laughs> Wendell's there. <laughs> yeah, what? Wendell's there wearing Wendell. a mustache. <laughs> no, it's just not weird. <laughs> Wendell has a hookup for them to get to get into a particular place, uh-huh. and, oh is, and, and it's like the deal is I can get you in, but I get to come along for the oh bed. Is it God. is it an escape room? Yeah, <laughs> <Escape> room. <laughs> Did, yeah, escape rooms didn't exist in 2003. No, no. But Harold Abbott would love an escape room. Yes, he would be insist like everybody take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andy says, "Is it to Nina?" Yeah, he's like, "It was my turn to be there for him, and I wasn't." He talks about like what how he navigated those difficult the hard parts, you know, before in New York when he was a surgeon, he's, you know, so the trick was just get up and out before they cracked. Which they always did. Um, they mm. always did. But like with Tom, you know, he's a friend and then he says like Tom gives such so much strength to so many people and to me. Um, yeah, it's just a nice little scene. Ends with him saying, I thought I was done with the hard parts. Probably, is that a, an erection thing? Yes. yes. Snow job. <laughs> No job. Andy finally talks to Tom, tells him straightforward, yo, hey, Tom, I got news for you. Mm-hmm. You're going to go blind. I'm going to time this perfectly. 
right in the middle of your obligations. Yes, I know. What the fuck, Treat Williams? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> just walking into the church right after he's obviously like just. He, yeah, he, he must again, have walked by the people. There. No, you, you no, no, there's nobody oh, there. Oh, yeah, there's nobody there. Right. Well, I, I was going to. Yeah. He opens the door and there's this noise, but I guess it's just like a tape he plays of like crowd noises or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I bet for Andy, like, Andy is so like awkward and like I think that for him like I could make sense of it as like he is feeling so bad and so like he needs to just, just tell him, tell as it soon to as him he right can. away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he needs to get it off his chest or something. And of course it's really badly timed. I was wondering if it was that because as like this very important doctor, he was used to like just coming in to wherever and like delivering oh, the news. Sure. Like it's his job to deliver the news, like to enter a room and deliver the news. No matter <laughs> yeah. Where. He, he, maybe he was just like having like muscle memory, like, and yeah. he like walked by a bunch of people and he's like, Oh, these must be the other patients and resident yeah. guests at this hospital. <laughs> yeah. Keep my head down. Go to my patients. Yeah. But it goes along with like the stress of like having yeah. that news to deliver. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Andy's like, yo, Tom, mm-hmm. you're going to go blind. And Tom's like, oh, no. Oh, no. What's going to happen with my life? I want to b- write a book. I ha- what am I going to do about washing my wiener? I, I lost my arm, wife. I, I lost my w- wife and my arm. And now it's my eyes, too. All right. I'm looking at my notes and I, I guess you did hit all the main <laughs> Uh, Bart, he wants to go to say, Barbados I, or I, something I, to Corsica. I, I thought he was really good. Yeah. I made that voice, but it was just to be mm-hmm. stupid with your stupid no, voice. Of course, the actor was insane, and I don't know who this actor is. That he was you in Carnival, so much, but I and never guest starring in the recent series Everwood, The Expanse. <laughs> I don't know that either, but he's really good. Yeah. Like, and he has an interesting energy otherwise. And I think it's partially why I, like he has something about him. He's like a little hyper puppy. Like he's, he's got this know? kind of positive energy. That's yeah. like kind of weird. And, but then in that scene, he was like devastated. And I was like, Oh, it's very good. Like very it was good. actually good. Like you're, a, you are a human in there. Not just like, Puppy energy, you know? I don't know. I need to talk to you. Have you got a minute? Oh, I have to shake everyone's hands over bun cake, but sure. I've got some news. It's bad news. I lied to you yesterday about your tests. I told you to go see a specialist, but all the specialists will tell you is that you have an irreversible eye disease and that you're going to go blind. You've got what's called exudative macular degeneration. You have blood vessels that are leaking onto both of your retinas, which will make them scar and detach and ultimately useless. Is there anything I can do? No. Blind? But how? I've been fine except when I'm tired. Your left eye has been compensating for your right. Your left eye is next. When? Soon. A few months, maybe. Progression is uncertain, but rapid. I'm... I tried to tell you yesterday. I'm sorry, Tom. How will I, uh... Will I I be able to read? For a while, and then no. There are people outside. Everyone's waiting for me on the receiving line. I was going to Corsica in in the fall. I was 
going to finish writing my book, um, how can I... How will I even be able to take care of myself? You'll learn how. I don't want to learn. I've had to learn how to live without a wife. That was like losing an arm. I have to lose my eyes, too. People come to me all the time when they're sick. They always ask me why. And I always tell them that God has his reasons and we shouldn't try to decipher them. I never realized how empty that must sound. I don't know much about God, but I've seen a lot of people get sick and worse. I don't think God does this. I don't think he makes people go blind. I think what God does is gives us what we need to get by. Can you fix this? No. But I can sit with you. Tom is like, you know, I've always told people who are suffering, like, you know, God works in mysterious ways. Yes. Or God has its reasons. You know, I never thought about how empty that must sound. I, did you hear the noise I made? Because I was like, I oh, did. fuck you. Yes, I, I fucking did. hate mm -hmm. those kinds of platitudes. I fucking hate that shit. I hate that with the passion of mm -hmm. every hate bone I have in my body. And, and then I loved that he followed right up with saying... How it's stupid. It is. It's I can't yeah. believe I was been I've been fucking saying this to people for so long. But of course, Andy has to be like, well, here's a platitude for you. Well, it's 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 a bit. It's nice. He says, I don't think God does this. You know, I think that He gives us what we need to get by. Yeah. And it ends with this really, which is like whatever. Like it's no, saccharine, it but sucks though because like what the fuck does that even mean? He's not like, get, right now in this moment. This man is having things taken away. Let's not right now immediately remind him. Listen, God gives you what you be need grateful. to be alive. Okay, like what the fuck? It's like you just told him to just shut up and let him be upset. Listen, usually Andy but leaves the room. <laughs> this is his first time. <laughs> yeah. No, but but this is ex this is exactly the tensions that like uh. and the conversations that like the story of Job like honestly results in like hmm. stories about like like how to comfort the afflicted and like so 100% like this is exactly Aww. so you can <laughs> get like but like it, but it's exactly like what is Andy supposed to say you know yeah but I but what I love is at the end of the scene Tom says like can you fix this yeah and he said and he says no but I can sit with you yeah and that that's it. was more accurate yes mm -hmm. like, which I say. think is is, is great that's all you can do uh, and then we get the Mile High Diner scene. Andy takes Ephraim and Delia yeah. to get pancakes. Let's go for a three-hour car ride for pancakes, kids. <laughs> but we found, I love the stuff that you guys like were catching about yes. how weird Treat, Treat Williams is being about the pancakes. I said that Treat Williams cannot pour syrup on pancakes. Not his fault. He has no idea. And then it's Eric that syrup argued. Container. 
Yeah, yeah that, that syrup was, was not coming out, out of that but container. But that's not true. Treat Williams doesn't know how to pour syrup from a syrup container at a diner onto pancakes. I think that maybe Treat Williams has never been to a diner in his life or has never eaten a pancake or just doesn't like syrup. But then when he cuts his pieces, it's like the size of a pizza piece and he tries to I fit it all it. in his mouth. Did you see? That was great. It was huge. Yeah, he cut down the whole stack. <laughs> he really five pancakes and He tried to get the whole thing in there. It yeah. was wonderful. He was having so, so that, much fun. That was great. And Eric pointed out that the extra in the foreground <laughs> swirling his cup of coffee was totally like just black coffee. He'd already drank some. Yeah. Uh-huh. So why is he like swirling it around? In a stirring motion. Yeah, it made no sense. So good. He's like, well, I, I just saw that guy pour that syrup real weird. This is going to be the first this first of many takes. Uh, I don't really need care. And then... Treat Williams shoved a whole stack of pancakes. He's like, I'm done. Yep. That's it. Yep. And then that was it. First take. <laughs> that concludes our discussion of the episode. But now it's time. It's time. It's time, time, time for TV time. Where Adam reads comments on TV time. It was a little more Sondheim. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for Pippin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've only got three comments on this episode. Okay. Two are you? Three three <laughs> years two of them are me. <laughs> three years ago, TV Time user Mad 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 mm. Uh-oh. wrote Oh Andy, poor guy. <laughs> I yeah, it has ten likes. It has ten likes and now it has eleven. <laughs> can oh can you dislike? Uh, I can you mean like give it a like a sad uh-huh. face? Yeah. No, you can't. Okay. It's so just it's like or nothing. Yeah, like Okay, nothing. just wondering. Also three years ago, TV time user Paula C R wrote Amy when Ephraim said he was going on the ski trip and posted this popular gif of the guy blinking. Uh, oh, fuck. I know which one you're it's talking like about. Totally white, but is it the one where that yeah, guy, yeah, 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 that we guy, got yeah. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Amy, like, okay, you're yeah. going on the ski trip. Good mm-hmm. good gift usage. Mm-hmm. I approve. And two years ago, TV Time user The Fandom Lounge wrote, I'm digging this thing between Ephraim and Colin's sister. He deserves better than Amy, at least for now. Mm-hmm. Amy doesn't know what she wants. Side note, Colin's sister is the same actress who played that resident from Mercy West in Grey's Anatomy. Mm. She's so beautiful. She is. That has 15 likes. Now it has 16. And the blinking gif has 13 likes, but now it has 14. <laughs> this has been TV time. TV time. TV time. TV time. I hope that syncs up beautifully. All right. It does. Now for ratings. <laughs> um, going into this, five stars for me because I was excited to get back to everyone. While watching, five stars because we got Colin's sister, we got Tom Keys. That is fucking lit. Afterwards, five stars. Who's next? Me. Going into it, five stars. Cause like snow job, libido in the definition. I was ready. <laughs> it's not on HBO. It was not on HBO. So no. during four stars, not enough tits. <sighs> also, <laughs> there was no, I wrote this down. There was no skiing at all. We got no actual skiing. Aww. Or snowboarding. They just carry these skis around yeah. everywhere. Do you think these... any of those people could ski? But they have Do you think that's for real that? snow? I bet you Treat Williams knows how to ski. 
Yeah, probably. He lives in Vermont or something, right? I, I know how to ski. You guys were talking about that recently, weren't you? Yeah, he lives in Vermont. Vermont. I know how to ski. I don't. I've never skied. It's fun. I don't know I miss how to it. ski. I bet I'd break my legs. I would definitely break my whole body and die. Um, And then afterwards, five stars, because I was right at that. Uh, Chris Owen did not play Scott Farkas in A Christmas Story. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Five stars going in. <clears throat> for sure because i have been wanting to watch everwood and i can't unless i watch it with adam so i'm forced to wait until i can <laughs> watch it with adam <laughs> but i know i'm so i'm always excited to watch everwood now it is a very good show um i have to compile my thoughts for a second about oh, my review no because sure like star rating is the, here's here's my problem the one fucking episode with the little boy who's having some gender confusion <laughs> gorilla stuff but gorilla mcgilla vanilla is mm-hmm. my favorite episode like so far like to me it was really really my favorite experience i feel like except for there was also a dr abbott one that was super good right I don't know. It's so hard. If I always give fives, then is a five worth anything? Guys, let me talk about this for another 20 minutes. Okay. Welcome to my life. (laughs) I hate you. Hey, without me, you wouldn't have a podcast. I'm the one that talks all the time. I'd have this one. What? I'd have this one. Okay. okay, Good luck, you and Adam. (laughs) All right. Let's see. Okay. I think... I'm going to say <laughs> I just hate a- I hate Amy Parker, so much. keep these silences in, please. Stuff. But you know what? I think I'm going to do a five because even though I don't like Amy so much, most of the stuff didn't really include her. That was the young people. It was dumb, bright, and like other stuff and all. The- <laughs> five stop, stars mean nothing stop. anymore. I mean, yeah, now I, I, now that See? you've given it five stars, mm. but this isn't this even like the while watching, right? Yeah, it's while watching. Like I, I had a lot of incredible. Right. Okay, it's a four. Fine, it's you, a four like, because okay. while watching, I was incredulous probably too many times. I think I need something like that where if I'm incredulous like more than two times, I need to not give it a five. Okay, sure, okay. and then five, but it's five for afterwards because there were so many things that I discovered about the episode through talking to you guys. Like, oh yeah, just yeah, just like I, all the anal cannon stuff. All like the anal cannon it, stuff. It, it makes everything makes sense. Yes, mm-hmm. I won't talk anymore. I'm sorry. Five, four, five, <laughs> five, four, five. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Also, okay congratulations for remembering what the last star rating was for. Yes, you didn't try to make it like <laughs> I'm looking forward to the next episode. <laughs> Too Alrighty. stupid, our rating system. <laughs> and now our the final segment is predictions. Oh yeah, what's the next title? Episode sixteen is called "My Funny Valentine." It's about mm. Valentine's Day. It was, what? Well, wait until you before you guess that. Listen to this. Okay. It was originally aired February tenth, two thousand three. Oh, then it can't be about Valentine's not Day. February fourteenth, right. as okay. we all know. Valentine's Day is on, so your guess is, is 
invalid. <laughs> How long between the airing of this episode and the date in which your classic Valentine's Day profile picture, Adam, was taken? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that that picture wouldn't have been taken until 2006, okay. 2007? Three, three or four year difference. Okay. Just trying to place myself in time. So that's my that's my Valentine's Day touchstone. Is that picture? If you think about it in terms of years, then yeah, maybe it is a Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> time, <laughs> time. <laughs> Ooh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Time. Future, future knowledge. Oh. Oh, December twenty second, January twenty second. Get in the anal cannon now! She is for cannon! That's good enough for me. (laughs) (laughs) And cut. Cut! (laughs) We didn't even finish the episode. (laughs) I'm not doing the song.